What's up, what's up, everybody? It is December 7th. It's a Saturday. And this is Clash, the My Hero podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> this is Clash, the sibling rivalry podcast. But it might as well be My Hero podcast. Sometimes. We can be a My Hero po- podcast. <laughs> if y'all are into that type of thing. <laughs> it can be done, trust me. Yeah. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Night Hoot. And with me, as always, is... Your other host, Tesler. What's good, what's good? what's good guys i am fresh off of well i'm fresh off of an episode the latest episode of my hero but i'm also fresh off the mulan trailer and it made me angry oh they dropped the <laughs> mulan trailer i didn't even see it's it. the second one. Oh wow yeah because yeah, i knew it was um, coming out but i didn't realize trailers have been coming out <laughs> crazy i i don't know what this movie is gonna be um <laughs> It, I see all the familiar anchorings. I see a, a weakened father. Uh, I see a, 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 a leader of a, a army coming looking for sons. The most important um, question, is the dragon in it? I did not see any of the well, creatures. Yes, I'm not watching that. I didn't see the cricket. I didn't see Mushu. Oh, no, they're, they're bugging. <laughs> um, but, oh, and um, there's the introduction of, uh, apparently, uh, who are they fighting? They were fighting the Huns, right? Yeah, yeah um apparently the lead hun is the dude with the uh, mustache and the yeah is accompanied by a witch now what and i'm like i need you guys to stop adding these characters that didn't exist it's about to be live action kingdom hearts so they got maleficent and then they show mulan and i was like so did they make the witch so that mulan's not fighting because she fights the huns so i was like why does she have to fight the witch now the huns and the the witch (sighs) but anyway guys (laughs) as always as if you're as angry as me uh while you're listening to this podcast you can email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com and you can find us both on twitter if you want to tweet us when you listen to this Uh, that's what it sounds like that sounds like a disgusting Pokemon. Um, <laughs> sounds like a Pokemon I would avoid catching. It's in pain. Uh, <laughs> I am at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21. And I'm at Y-O-T-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. And with that out of the way, let's get into it. What'd you do this week? So I had kind of a short week. I was still playing a lot of Pokemon, but I won't talk about that because I said I wouldn't. Because <laughs> um, that's still the same. Um, but Modern Warfare Season 1 just released a couple days ago, I believe. Um, so I played a little bit of that yesterday for the first time. Um, and basically what they did was, this is the biggest update they've had so far for the game. This is, so in this age of games when when games never release, well, I'll say multiplayer games never release a complete <laughs> when they first launched so this is now the form of the game that should have launched day one i'll say um so they added a battle pass they added um two new weapons they added um a new map and they're going to be phasing in a couple of other maps uh new old maps because they're from cod 4 um which i appreciate because the maps in this game suck um, <laughs> and i hate playing on them um but yeah uh the the maps are free uh some of the tiers in the battle pass are free it's kind of like fortnite and and every other game that has a battle pass nowadays um and other than that the battle pass is ten dollars i did not buy the battle pass yet i probably won't just because i don't know how much i'll be playing um just because other games coming out i still want to play star wars halo just came out um greatest shooter of all time so (laughs) 
um yeah it's it's still cod it's still um they've been slowly fixing it a uh, little by little and they've been I, i'll say they've had really good uh open i guess dialogue with the with the community and the fan base um and they directly reply when people have complaints about certain things in the game they'll say hey we're working on this or or we're we're not working on this or here's what we're working on next type of thing so i really appreciate when developers do that type of thing um Mm -hmm. with their games uh but other than that the maps the maps were cool crash was the first map uh they introduced that's a classic cop for a map um they did one thing that i'm upset about they added doors to all of the buildings so that's one of the big mechanics in modern warfare 2 is you can open and close doors now whereas before doors were just open there was no door there it was just like the frame now question are they squeaky doors because that could get hilarious if you open them slowly so you can do this thing where you tap it and crack it and then slowly push it open with your body okay. then it does the discreet the, the the creaky thing um, or you can just bust through it and it's like really dramatic it's like poof, and the door slams against the wall um, i want to hear i want to hear door stories from this release just, just literally just yesterday i was playing with chris and i'm camping in this building like doing my thing i got claymores at the doors i think i'm safe <laughs> and then i have my headsets on because you, you footsteps are a big thing in this game so i just hear and i'm like whoa like i turn around quick in real life because like my headphones make it sound like somebody's kicking in like my real door and oh, it, no. i'm like it's him i'm like bro you scared me <laughs> like you can't just be busting in doors like that <laughs> so, fictional yeah. or not that type of thing happens all the time in that game because your teammates don't care they'll just bust through every single door it's the loudest thing in the game all your enemies can hear you um, I want but nobody cares like, i want there to be like a dude's like i'm the squeak hunter the squeak hunter <laughs> murders yeah. people for yeah. <laughs> he's right there don't the just door. waiting <laughs> nah but doors doors are stupid man doors are they because what they do is like they they're it's like a weird awkward blocking off of like sight lines mm-hmm. and i don't know they're, they're just awkward like you have to stop and awkwardly press a different button on your controller to open the door <laughs> um so they should just uh update out all the doors in the game is my opinion on that um but yeah it's it's still cod it's 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 not the best cod it's not it's definitely not modern warfare 2 modern warfare 2 is the all-time greatest cod ever uh classic shooter if you will um i thought this one was gonna scratch that itch more but sadly it isn't um so i'm definitely hoping uh, uh halo still holds up when when i eventually get around to that um that'll be fun yeah. most definitely um one thing that i'm worried about is uh my friend has it on xbox the master chief collection and mm-hmm. he was telling me about what the controls used to be like and i was like oh yeah these did used to be kind of kind of awkward i as someone who like sat back when halo was in its day mm-hmm. i sat back and i didn't um participate mm-hmm. um but when master chief collection came out um I spent a fair amount of time with it because I liked it a lot. Oh, you um, actually played it? Cool. Yeah, because I think uh, originally back in high school, I played Halo 2. Uh, that mm. was like my introduction to the series. And I got gotcha. to, I basically got to close to the end where there was like a barrage of flood. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I gave up because oh, it no. wasn't my Xbox I was playing on anyway. Yeah. But um, now, like playing, I had a good fair amount of hours in on the Master Chief collection. So mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I can't uh think of like necessarily any issues i might have had with that 
yeah um, control wise those those games are uh i'm sure still amazing yeah um, i mean three like i spent i probably like because you can playlist like mm-hmm. the maps you want to go through mm-hmm. so it's like you can set up like five maps from like across the games that yeah, you want to play that's really cool um in one session and i think a majority of my setups were from three and i'm pretty um, sure too it has the remakes of uh they did the remakes of uh oh, one yeah, and two you press um i forget which button it is to switch to back and forth start yeah you can it's like an instant switch back and forth that's really that's a really cool feature that yeah. remasters just don't do i haven't seen really done since uh was it there's another game that doesn't dragon quest i'm trying uh, to think of it there's one there was one other game i played where you could turn on and off like the old old um, style graphics was it wolfenstein no it wouldn't have been wolfenstein Uh, i cannot remember dragon quest uh the one that just came out on switch they did a really cool thing where they i get like so the game it wasn't isn't a remake of an old game but what they did is they retroactively added in you can toggle between old school like 2d pixel art and Mm -hmm. current 3d like modern style like the entire game you can play like that okay um so that's really cool they basically made literally two games um definitely makes you appreciate how far technology has come oh yeah I mean, for i'll sure. tell you that much absolutely and it's surprising how some of those old games still hold up <laughs> it's like i i will never like i watch a lot of playthroughs and i'm like i remember watching um a playthrough of like this really old game called omicron oh god and, i don't even um, think i've heard of that oh my god it's sounds a like a transformer it's a it's the guy who made heavy rain uh mm. it was his like first game was it um, like was it anything like that it, yeah, because it was oh, all wow. it's all it was like an adventure wrapped around decision making uh, and your decision. It was like one of the first games where your decisions, but it it had your start button was your run button. That's how whoa, messed up that whoa, game was. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa. yeah, yeah. The start button on the controller is yes. what you press to run. Yes, it That's was crazy. ridiculous. Um, but the thing I bring it up for is because uh, it was like when somebody would have like a face to face conversation, it was like the people playing the game were like, what is this? It's like you look like someone wrapped a latex glove onto the <laughs> sharpest <laughs> polygon that they could find. And I'm like, there's a lot of that in like Halo 1 when you switch back to the old textures. Oh, it's like yeah. it's just a flat face mm-hmm. on like a polygon head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess Master Chief's uh, like robot outfit kind of works with that because it's already like yeah. jagged but as soon as you see like a human you're like Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It's like his cheeks his cheeks are cornered the front of his face are flat, is flat their web his chin is a weapon but he has a nose it's <laughs> yeah um, so yeah you, you definitely gain an appreciation for that old games are hilarious man and awesome um but the other thing i did uh upon your recommendation i started coca <laughs> i'll say we had the the weirdest conversation because it was like i'm recommending anime to you and then you go but the backlog though and i just go no your backlog the way my backlog works supersedes the backlog yeah but i wasn't thinking about it like that but that's a good point but the way (laughs) the way that i usually just do it like i hear a new show i just literally put it at the bottom of the list because here's here's the context uh that i'm sharing for the audience was just like if you literally post to me like if the, if I give you one anime mm-hmm. that supersedes the backlog, what would it be? And, and it I like, said, Kokuku. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you got me. You sold me. <laughs> I'm starting it. Um, so first was off. It, I, now, was it worth it? No, it's definitely worth it. Um, okay. I think I think it's got a really interesting premise. Uh, let me start by saying the, the opening is uh, oh. awesome. 
fire. Yeah, the song is the song is really dope. Um, I, I actually and I rarely do this. I usually skip them. Ever skip the openings every single time. But this one, I actually let it play every time. So that says a lot. Um, but yeah, the the premise is is really interesting. So it's like this. I they haven't really described it very uh, in detail yet. But it's this mystical like power coming from this rock that basically lets people. St- move around in a paused moment in time mm-hmm. is like the best way to put it um and it's so far i'm on like episode five most of the show is taking place with only the main characters being able to move and everybody else in the whole world like is stuck still paused mm-hmm. um so i guess i guess the main plot of the show or at least what i'm understanding is they're trying to they're basically up against this i guess group that uh is after this the stone and this power um it's this family so we can just say too that it's a so when you're talking about these groups so the one group you mentioned uh it's a family i think yeah. it's like a grandfather a granddaughter and a grandson yeah um and, an, and, and a niece or a nephew okay i don't know if it's a boy or a girl the little nephew and they, they have like this stone i guess that was passed down in the family mm-hmm and then the other group is, um, I think, was he the heir to a company? I see. And now I'm I know he has money because I haven't seen this in so long. I know he has money, and I know he is like obsessed with this stone. He has a. I yes. forget that. I wish I could remember the name of the group. It was like some cultish sounding name. It was like Children of something or something like that. It was like some really occult sounding name. Right. Um. But they're basically after the stone, and I guess we're trying to figure out why and who they are. And yeah, I don't know if it'll. Go the ahead. family, the family, especially the daughter, the granddaughter is kind of like your your main protagonist, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's like she doesn't fully understand like what's even happening, the, other than her grandfather explaining bits and pieces to her. And even the grand uh, interesting thing is the grandfather when she asks him what all this is, he's just like, "I don't know. I just know yeah. how to do it." <laughs> exactly so it's like we're all kind of out of the loop and i think the only people that really understand are like a few ca- uh, characters here or there that we kind of see um every once in a while but yeah i'm, I'm enjoying it so far i'm gonna keep watching i think it's so crazy and, and one thing i you'll notice that like until it gets pointed out because you don't really notice until you start thinking about it is like this all takes place within like a minute yeah <laughs> yeah. of real time yeah because literally like, time it's is stopped. crazy the whole series like takes place in like a minute of real time and i like how like the first episode so you think like i really wasn't sure what kind of show it was gonna be i had literally no idea i didn't read a a, a premise i didn't read like the the uh what do you call it like the pitch that they synopsis. put under yeah the yeah. synopsis um i just kind of went in and then i see this little like ghost spirit thing and i'm like okay this is going to be something and then uh, they do the thing where time stops, and I'm just like, okay, this is this is gonna be interesting. Um, <laughs> so I like the setup they use for it. Um, it was it was it was kind of quick and to the point, but it it didn't waste any time. Like where some shows take a couple episodes to get to what it really is and what it's really happening. Yeah, um, no, it goes it dumps you right into it, and, yeah. and I think that's because the characters are just getting dumped into it. And right, they don't really know what's going on either. What's going on? And I like shows um, when you're along for the same ride that the characters along with. Now, what do you think of the quote unquote enemies? Because to me, 
you know, it's kind of like the um, what do they call the uh, the uh, evil know. souls in Bleach? Oh, Hollows, yeah, Hollows, like yeah. that's what they remind me of. Yeah, um, I I thought the first appearance of it, um, I like the design of it. Like I was like, oh, this is creepy. Yeah. Um, and they did they did it in uh, it was like a three D CG thing, but there wasn't a lot of I'll say movement, so it wasn't like distracting. I think mm-hmm. for me, um, which is a good thing. Um, and then kind of there's kind of a mystery going on with them and why they exist. So I kind of um, I think that's really interesting, too, because it's got this weird horror ish aspect to it. Um, and and I, I want to know as well as the characters do what these things actually are and like what the nature of them is, because mm-hmm. um, it probably ties into the, the bigger picture of the story. So, yeah, definitely, definitely a good recommendation um and it's only what 12 13 episodes which I think is it's only 12 yeah which is great so i'm like halfway through i'm on like five so i'll probably have that finished by next week um i'm sure yeah, i really want to know what you think about the ending so <laughs> yeah i have a feeling it was gonna be like something out there yeah um, but we shall see um but how was your week um i watched I think a fair amount this week. Um, I'll first mention I got to play uh, one of the games that I got on sale, um, which was called Anarchute. I've heard um, of that. And this is a little—it's a little 3D game where it has the mob mentality. So you're controlling a mob of little characters. Um, mm, gotcha. And basically, the premise. Oh, were you gonna ask something? No, no. Oh, say so basically the premise of this is you are like one of the little animal creatures in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no, I would say there's no speech and there's no text. Everything is conveyed through images. Um, really? And little, That's cool. Little videos. Yeah. I appreciate and no text. It's basically <laughs> what I've, <laughs> what I've gotten is that you're like, you're like these little animal proce- protesters or rioters. And basically it's like this evil, like mind tr- control conglomerate is like taking over the various major cities mm-hmm. and you and your little friends uh, that you run around the town with are basically fighting against that. Uh... Um, and so your uh, abilities and powers are controlled by how large your mob size is mm-hmm. um and so basically what i've experienced is like they'll start you each level is a map um in a city so the first place you start is tokyo oh and that's cool. um let's say you'll start in like shin uh shinjuku, shinjuku. i think mm-hmm. yeah you'll start there and like you you get like this little map it's like a fair size map and the map highlights where other little creatures are that you can save and become part of your mob and mm-hmm. then where your main objective is hmm. um and so like as you add little guys to your group so everyone's like a little animal so like you'll have little rabbits little crocodiles mm-hmm. and everybody they all have these big giant like uh like I don't know, like glassy, like cute doll eyes. <laughs> oh, gotcha. What is like the the perspective or like the art? It's like is top it like 3D? down. It's three D. I would say it's like three D polygonal. It's pretty. It's got smooth edges. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like everybody's got like little wiggle arms, and <laughs> the most detail is put into the animal heads. Gotcha. Um, so they kind of so look like like, like stuffed in or like toys almost or something. Pretty like much. That. Yeah. Like Dolls. think of like uh, if. If Funko Pop eyes weren't so soulless, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it would be like that. That's funny. Um, uh, I would think like Frozen, like Frozen eyeballs. Okay. If you think of Frozen characters' eyeballs, that's yeah. what they look like to me. <laughs> frozen characters' um, eyeballs. But yeah, like I have, 
each area you can like uh decide to rescue like you get a new animal so like i was pretty happy because i just picked up a shiba inu oh it's <laughs> so not now, really that's cool yeah i get to look at my dog's face all the time yeah. um and you run around you you press b you basically mash b to make your mob fight mm. um and then once your mob gets to a certain size you can do what's called like a stomp attack yeah. um, which is just holding the b and stomp attack basically just pushes all other enemies away from you for a second gotcha um and stuns them uh and then you can get to the next level is uh you can knock over buildings oh, um Jesus. so there's a there's a couple areas where you need to um knock over a building to clear a path for mm -hmm. yourself or or there's sometimes there's more little creatures that are asleep on yeah. the side of the building so you knock the building over to add them to your group what are the enemies um, like right police dogs or something yeah uh, no they're just <laughs> like little they look dog. like little space dudes because oh. they're wearing helmets and suits <laughs> okay um and you can sometimes helmets like they're suits their alert isn't that high like you have to basically engage them to get them to come after you oh so you could just walk by so yeah there's some places where i've been able to like walk around them mm -hmm. um and then so you have your, like your little regular dudes that you can punch out and then you have like these big dudes that wear like these black they look like swat oh gosh um and they will like basically if they they have like a yellow ring around them. If you stay mm -hmm. in that yellow ring too long, uh, they, they do a out. stomp attack, and that will kill your little mob people. Oh no! Because uh, yeah, I thought maybe I could take Dying like one hit and move, and no, you nah. can one hit from them will clear like Dunzo. half your mob. Jesus! And then you gotta um, re. So, so is it is it uh, do do you ever get them back, or do you have to recruit new? You have to recruit new. Oh, no. uh, so once your members get tapped, uh, you basically are down to that number. And at the end of each level, there's a scoring mechanism. So mm -hmm. your crowd size is is actually one of your your score. Yeah, protect Kuma at all costs. <laughs> but yeah i'm like i'm like cute in the title cute cuteness is the draw of this game um yeah. but i do like the mob thing because it's like y your brain is working to like keep that group at its maximum size and not lose anybody right um, right and so they definitely have set up traps where it's like you didn't have to go this way mm -hmm. uh you could have gone another way and it's like i don't see that until i've already lost like six little dudes oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and i was and it's cause. a pretty quick it's a pretty quick restart if okay. you if you care about that grade at the end you can just restart the level yeah. real quick do they carry um, over level to level your mob no, no? Oh, okay. you start your mob fresh and because you run around in like members of your mob will just be hanging out on a corner and once you run by them they join they just hop in. so yeah yeah uh i did one boss fight and boss fight was pretty much just like fight all the little dudes and then um do like it was like this robot was shooting missiles out so you're oh that's another thing your mob as you're running around your mob can pick up items mm -hmm. and it's just like a passive thing and then you can use uh zl zr will throw the little items so like chairs and whatever <laughs> you walk by on the street <laughs> and then um zl throws cars so what? your mob can pick up cars <laughs> oh my gosh and this so, is how you this is how we gotta start riding here to get things I done know. just toss a car it's like <laughs> it's like part of uh the boss title is like pick up a missile like you pick up a car and throw it back at the boss yeah. um and then once he he opens like a weak spot and then your mob just attacks the weak spot so it's pretty standard game um i'll probably keep playing it because it's pretty fun it's like mm -hmm. quick you can do a couple levels it's here an and indie there. game right yeah. yeah yeah i didn't see it anywhere else it feels like it could have been a mobile port what are you playing on with system uh switch switch okay it feels like it could have been a mobile port, um, and it can get a little... It's not noticeably laggy, mm -hmm. 
but I can tell it gets a little choppy when your mo- when your mob size gets big. Yeah. Um, but they keep the art is so simplistic. It, you know, I think that's what keeps it, oh, uh, it. running pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so um, that's pretty much the one game that I played. I did not. I have not been able to really get back into Dark Souls uh, since our last cast. Um, uh, I'm so, getting Star uh, Wars this week, and I'm gonna talk about it next week because oh, I have to do. drag myself away from Pokemon. Cause I'm trying, like I'm trying to get hype about Star Wars, but like I don't I was care about the movies. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, I was <laughs> saying I was watching Mandalorian this week, and I'm just like I looked at my friend, and I'm just like, how? What's the countdown to the Mandalorian game? Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'm like every time he looks down the scope of his like cool his little fork rifle, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a freaking third person jetpack shooter. Yeah, like yeah, that'd be pretty this cool. is a video game already. It, it has um, to be done by a studio that really knows how to make shooters. I don't want no Bobo knockoff, uh, like you know, cash grab game, uh, movie yeah. game. Yeah, or but I'm game. like, for for all we know, since uh, Fallen Order is done, it's like they could already have been working on it. You know? Oh yeah, for sure, for and I trust. Respawn is one of those that I trust, and I've heard only well, not only good things, but mostly good things about Fallen Order. Um, yeah. other than a few buggy things here or there that are probably patched out by now because so. i'm like you know there's gonna be people that that don't want to do the lightsaber and swing things around yeah and um uh can we pause one moment here oh yeah no problem but yeah so i was saying that um I think people are going to get tired of, like, force power, swinging lightsaber, and mm-hmm. people want to, like, pew pew shoot yeah. and just do regular people stuff. But then, like, then, Battlefront 2 happened. Y- yeah. How long do we have to go before that scar is erased from the shooting Star Wars game? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that game was just so bad and not... I don't even think the game was bad, but just the, all the nonsense around it that EA did right like, i think really just cause cause causes problems for future games in that and we might have to have a little distance between the next one i don't know um that's just me but yeah i'm like they tried to curtail it at the end but i think that fallen order might clean up that reputation a little bit i hope so um, because it's more along the lines of like the triple a games that we're used to yeah i don't know why i don't know why i'm not excited for the movies at all like I feel like I used to really like Star Wars, but now it's just like, uh. I don't I know mean, if it's because I've it's been Disney kinda, puff, Disney-fied or something, or like, I've always been on the border. Like, I've always been on the outside looking in mm-hmm. for Star Wars, because number one, it started in like 77, uh, yeah. 76, and <laughs> yeah. it's like neither of us were alive yeah. to care about it. Absolutely. And then it's like, uh, you know, I, I had Harry Potter, yeah. <laughs> we had Pokemon, we had yeah. Video, we so had, many we had so things. many other things to get into before we delved into the, and then it's like, uh, Star Wars fans are very aggressive about their, uh, their yeah. uh, property. So. the prequels. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of just been like, let's see what this does. You know, it's a cool story. Everyone knows the references. So mm. I feel like it's more, for us, it's more of a community thing right. where it's just like, this is a part of our community. So right, right. we have to be aware of it. Right, right. <laughs> and it can be interesting. I mean, lightsabers are lightsabers cool. Lightsabers are really cool. Yeah. And yeah, so. I, honestly, if there was more General Grievous, then I'd probably be, um, I'd probably be hype. But 
and Alaska Star Wars, I wanted, I pointed out uh, watching Mandalorian. I'm like, Star Wars is one of the best series at making like gibberish sound like a foreign language. Yeah, that's true. Like when an alien is just <laughs> waka, 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 yeah. and, and they're just like, like oh, yeah, okay. and yeah, you're just like, yeah, that's a language. I just <laughs> don't know what sense. it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, uh, I'll be looking forward to that when you get that listening about that. For um, sure. For sure. The other things I did this week was I watched a lot of stuff. Um. For those who are following Watchmen, uh, we are on uh, season seven, or I'm sorry, episode seven, and uh, things are starting to happen because uh, <laughs> I've been watching the last six episodes and it's just been like, all right, this a bunch just of like weird. The movie. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it's just a bunch of weird, sad, crazy people. Humanity is falling apart. Okay, yeah. okay, what do we? Okay, and then stuff started happening. Uh, last episode, things are starting to click together. So I kept seeing uh, Doctor Manhattan hype on Twitter, yes, but I didn't know what was uh, going on. Lots and lots of doc. It finally feels like they're making an effort to tie this in with the story that we already know. Yeah, because this uh, Watchmen, the TV Watchmen, takes place sometime after mm-hmm. the Watchmen movie. So um is it the it's same, had its uh, own thing going on rorschach's so in it right no oh, he's uh, not there is a group the enemy group uh that kind of is like the group that's fighting against the police yeah is called the seventh cavalry and okay. they they wear rorschach masks oh but they are just a bunch of like redneck racists <laughs> they just are racist like they're basically the ku klux klan of yeah this, this world gener- yeah this generation so. are um art so none of the actors from the movie are in this um one uh, um the silver uh or no silk specter okay. uh who was like the female interest yeah. love interest of dr manhattan in yeah. the movie she is a uh fbi agent like an internal affairs agent for the police in this series okay but she is the only character that uh and i don't it's not the same actress oh okay um, yeah but she's the only character that is currently to my knowledge in both interesting uh, and so is um osmandius okay. but nobody every time i mention osmandius in the movie nobody remember i don't remember who that is honestly yeah exactly so <laughs> um but yeah that, gotcha, gotcha. that's the only time connection okay yeah, so that's still going there's two episodes left i think because it's uh I think it's no, it's ten episodes, so there might be three episodes left, eight, mm-hmm. nine, and ten. Um, so that's still going. And then I dived into two of the Apple shows that I talked about uh mm-hmm. last week. So the first thing I watched was Servant. Uh season one of Servant is three episodes. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're doing the British thing uh of, of seasons can be whatever length. <laughs> oh, is that what they do? They just random. It's just I guess because every show I've seen so far has had a different number of episodes and um three episodes is wild. What is that? The Are they an hour? Shows, uh so Ser- no servant actually i think is some of them are like 30 minutes close to 30 That's minutes weird. how do you get anything accomplished in three episodes of 30 uh, minutes? they get some stuff accomplished because oh. uh, i will what i'm saying is um both of these shows that i'm talking about today have been renewed for season two <laughs> another three already. episodes <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a movie like it could have just been like a part one of a, um but servant is interesting mm-hmm. um i'll give you just a very brief premise it was uh partially produced and directed by uh m night Shyamalan. so okay, that's that one gotcha. that's what got my first interest in it yeah. um because his movies are hit and miss but 
Um, he did a show not that long ago. Uh, I know you can watch on Hulu called Wayward Pines. Mm-hmm. Wayward Pines was uh, really good. Yeah. Um, so I was going to say amazing, but I would say it's really good. <laughs> it's almost um, amazing. But... And um, it was based off a book series. Okay. But this this is more along the lines of a more, like, quiet, uh, eerie horror. Mm, interesting. Um, and so it basically the premise is like there's a husband and a wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes place in, in modern day Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the husband is like a, a foodie, like culture, food culture chef. Yeah. Um, so he works for like kind of really elite people around mm-hmm. the city. And the wife is a news correspondent for local Philadelphia news. Okay. Um, they had a 13 week old child who passed away. I'm Jeez. assuming it's in its sleep. They don't talk about it That's a wild. lot. But his name was uh, Jericho. And so when we meet this family, the wife has a it's like a real baby. Um, mm-hmm. One of those like reborn, like real baby dolls. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. the husband, like Creepy. basically, ex- yeah, like the husband basically explains like this is her therapy because it's like she basically went comatose when the baby passed away and this is the only way we could get her to act normal again is to pretend like this baby is real right so here we are can't she she acts and lives like this is a real child Uh, we change diapers we feed it blah 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 the husband uh tries to be normal he he tries to be kind and act like it's the baby yeah but when she's not around he doesn't care yeah Um, right right and so the wife hires this nanny because the wife wants to go back to work so she hires this nanny um it's a young girl i'm assuming she's in like her early 20s um and she comes to stay with them like a living nanny and she also treats the baby like the wife does like it's a real baby but does she, um, is she aware of like is she doing well, it to be nice to or is she just... this is the first interesting part so she the the wife leaves her work the husband works from home he calls the nanny he's like you know we need to talk about this mm-hmm. And so he is picking, he picks the baby up out of the crib by like its leg and the head like hits the edge, of the, you know, like basically showing you like he doesn't, doesn't care. care. Yeah, yeah. And the nanny like is like, she's holding the baby at the time and he's like, you can put it down. And she's like, no, I'm fine. And she's just like rocking it as okay. if it was a baby. I had a feeling. And, and then he's like, you know, he explains the whole deal to her and she's like, well, I think I'm going to take Jericho for his walk now. And she just leaves. With and the, so with the fake baby. Right. yes like yeah. she basically disregards everything that he says yeah um and then there's one night uh towards the end of episode one um and i'll say a little bit spoilers but it's not really spoilers um because i've been told that you see this in the trailer mm-hmm. but uh he he's sitting down in the kitchen the baby's been put to bed uh he's drinking a glass of wine um and as he's taking sips the baby monitor starts to rattle yeah a little bit and then you start uh, hearing baby cries uh, uh, and his eyes just doll. like like much like the audience his eyes just get really huge yeah. <laughs> and he just runs upstairs and to all of our shock and Baby's awe there's a real baby in oh really the crib yep interesting and so from that point it's like wife comes home she's acting exactly as if it's still the doll yeah. you know she's she's like this is our baby jericho and he's just freaking out yeah, nah, that's, <laughs> um, so that's, that's kind of how that starts but uh it gets really interesting um mm. uh because his best friend uh so i was confused last week his friend is actually rupert grant from harry potter 
So his friend oh, is actually Ron. Ron Weasley. So that's the role that he plays. Gotcha, so. gotcha. And he does a really good um English accent, like American accent, I should say. Does he? That's pretty cool. Yeah, he has gotten fully rid of like the British accent. <laughs> that's um, like uh, uh John Boyega too from uh, yeah. Star Wars. So a if you enjoy like that kind of slow burn eerie horror um and like the whole running line of who did you let into your house like they they like to ramp that up a lot um you'll enjoy servant interesting um and the other show i watched was c (laughs) c um so c the premise i told you was created by the people who made planet of the apes and hunger games oh um so big scaling beautiful environmental shots uh action things like that nice Um, nice but just briefly the premise for c is that they because uh it's not really a surprise because the first minute and a half is a text scroll um explaining explaining the state of the world a minute and a half no 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 it's just like you know it's just cards oh i see slowly so you can read it yeah yeah, and it basically just says like at some point there was a virus i'm assuming like in our time in 2019 Mm -hmm. there was some type of virus that struck um it took out all of the world's population except for two million people um and then those two million people when they re-emerged they were all everyone was blind oh yeah i remember you telling me about this one yeah so everyone wakes up daughters yes (laughs) Everyone wakes up blind, and then we are now centuries after that. Yeah. So we are living in a world that is kind of renaturalized, mm-hmm. um, and everyone is blind and living in tribes. Does everyone have hyper hearing? Like Daredevil? Yes. Oh, pretty that's much. awesome. We're all bad. And now. so it's pretty cool because the first the first like scene of introduction is um uh, them kind of preparing to defend like this uh cliff's edge that's around their village. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of get like a you get a dump of like this is how this works. This mm. is how these blind people see and get basically see and get around. And they have what they call like sentiers, which are like your people who can smell really well. Mm. And they have um they have there's another word it's called sinuya or something, but those are the people that can hear really, really well. well. Okay. Um and so but everyone is pretty much adjusted to like they can hear when somebody's around or breathing and right. stuff like that. And That's what wild. is interesting. Is like there's like basically think like a vill- the village is covered in kind of like wind chimes yeah um and ropes that right, people right. use to kind of guide themselves to various places right and the way that they read and write is with ropes um they oh. have like everyone carries like these twines and they they quickly tie knots in these ropes and then people will <laughs> slide their fingers down the rope and they can read the message oh. so it's like a very rudimentary like braille yeah um cool. which is it's very interesting and it's like it's something that you get past very fast because it just feels like it works in that world we will find a way yeah <laughs> um so and oh my god i after so i watched episode eight last night which i believe is like the finale for this season Mm -hmm. and i think jason momoa might get an award for this oh that's the one that he's in yeah interesting so jason momoa is baba voss who is the chief of like our main village that we focus on Mm -hmm. and he he is dope in this like that's the best way i can describe it because i'm like coming out with the acting skills i see yeah because i was expecting him to be like just be muscle man and like (laughs) yeah yeah i was expecting cal drogo basically (laughs) and it's like no it's like 
um he there's a set of twins that are born in episode like at the beginning of episode one Mm -hmm. when a battle is happening these twins are being born and over like over the course of i say pretty early you find out that the this is the chief's wife but the babies being born are not his babies uh so he found this woman when she was already pregnant gotcha gotcha and they took her into the village and he ended up marrying her so right um he played he is a very very like very caring and attentive father for being like the ape gorilla that he is <laughs> in this show cal drogo's um, out here man and there is oh my god there's a scene like probably two episodes ago for me where he there's this fight scene and it's like everyone's blind of course um and he does this thing with these blades where he's like running them across the ground and he's like For throwing sound. rocks. He's scattering rocks yeah. to scatter the sound. And it's like, it just looks amazing. That's dope. It's so well done. I might actually have to mess with, like, check that one out. Yeah. But I mean, cool. it has it has all your tropes of like a show like this. So, like, one thing that annoyed me is like, there's a traitor. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's like, the traitor's right there, but we can't friggin' see. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't heard his voice. Exactly. So they don't know who, they don't know he's the traitor. It's that kind of thing. And it's like, everything's really obvious to the audience. And so mm. a lot of the tension just comes from the fact that the main character or whoever the character, the hero can't see what's going what's on. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, there's a lot of who scenes is where the, it's like. Cal's the, not the main character, right? Um, His who, family. I would say his family is the main, the main character. Okay. So it's him, his wife, uh, and the two twins that are born and then like the main the witch doctor of the village yeah uh, i gotcha um but yeah it's i would say it's just a really good time um all i take it all as once i could nitpick it um because there's a lot of times where you're just like what huh that doesn't <laughs> make sense you okay um but yeah it just um it all kind of works together the same way like these big epic tales kind of work together that's um, dope that's pretty because that is a cool premise uh, i recommend it's a really cool C- premise. I recommend C and I recommend Servant um, for dope. Apple TV watchers. Dope, um, dope. I wonder, so yeah, do you know if Apple TV, how are you watching it? Are you, um, is I'm it your subscription? I'm feeling the high or? Cs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Four ninety nine um, a month, though. Because um, I think I can get a, f- no, I'm not a student anymore. Dang it. I can't get the free Apple <laughs> music or Apple TV. But I mean, like, uh, the season one of Servant is done. Season one of C is done. So if you're one of those people that wants to, like, pick up a month and binge, you could definitely do that um, and gotcha. not have to, to pay for a few months unless you wanted to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I might so, check that out. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I did this week. Cool, cool. Um, it's a it's a really night light news n- light news week. I can't talk this week. Um just not a lot that really caught my eye but i put some things on here uh two to be precise um but first up i thought would would be hype for you um so re3 remake has all but been confirmed um box art dropped on uh twitter and psn um listings um yeah, so this it box seems art already has me shaking in my boots it looks awesome um oh my god and if if first of all i think the game's coming really soon like probably beginning of next year um or something like that something close to that so it's that's a quick turnaround for i guess maybe because they already had the engine and they kind of it's it's kind of a remake of an existing game so they'd know yeah, it literally layout. looks like identical art wise mm-hmm. yeah like it's like it superimposes like take out claire and leon and put these characters in it looks exactly like mm-hmm. and i think nemesis in that in that 
uh, art style and the graphics is going to be terrifying. Uh, Especially if he's just this stalking. Image is, it's 2D right now, and it I don't want to look at it anymore. It is. So, <laughs> um, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to play the first two hours of that game and then get too scared to continue. Um, and then ask you for your thoughts on the rest of it. Because <laughs> that's how that's going to go. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, because I never, I've never touched Resident i was gonna Evil ask 3. you that yeah i haven't either. i've seen it I'll, I've seen all it i know lot. is like there's a lot more like running the streets than there was in the other games mm-hmm. but i know nothing about it so when this does come out i will most likely be going in blind yeah this is this is gonna be a, a good one um and then yeah so yeah not like i said not much news um but uh next up the Venom's producer, Venom the movie, the producer Matt Tolmack, says the sequel may be rated R after Joker, after the success of uh, the recent Joker movie. And this is kind of, I put this on here because this is kind of what I've been hoping for with, uh, with uh, some of these movies. Like, I just want, like, some of these movies don't have to be all, like, jolly and, like, for kids and stuff. Like, I get you get more money when you make a movie pg-13 but some of these movies would be so much more well suited as r-rated movies um specifically most of the dc catalog Um, yeah just because of the content that is broached in it the topics that they cover yeah and i'm surprised i'm actually surprised this doesn't say because of you know like deadpool success because (laughs) that's kind of who they're more in line with with the venom and Um, they know better they know now they can just make a lego immediate for kids yeah know? exactly exactly ba- lego batman did amazing all of the, i'm pretty sure all of the lego <laughs> movies did yeah they did they just kill every time and the lego games somehow so. um but yeah i'm looking forward i hope they do eventually go along with the r rating um because i think venom i think the one that just came out was like right there on the edge mm-hmm. but there were some instances where like i was like oh yeah if they just leaned in right there that would have been that would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> well, since we're right here, let me ask you this: because we started off talking about the Mulan trailer that I just watched. Mm-hmm. Um, what and as I was not paying attention to that, it looped into the Black Widow trailer. And, oh yeah, um, it came to mind. I'm like, what are your feelings? Like without even seeing anything, because I keep seeing, mm-hmm. I just see the title for the Black Widow movie, and I'm just like. Mm. Uh. I mean, <laughs> like what do you feel about it i'm not personally excited for it just because black widow is not a super interesting character like does it feel late to you not late i think it feels more like filler to me one yeah. because we just got the end of you know the 20-year conflict between thanos and the avengers mm-hmm. two because every the open question now is what are they going to do next and with these one-off movies it's kind of like well are they leading anywhere is there any point um or are they literally just filler until they get time to start this uh maybe they're gonna do like a celestials uh saga or something like that like is it it, it just feels like filler to and, me and i'm i'm weirded out because watching the trailer i'm like they pulled some fairly prominent people for this movie Mm -hmm. because there's a scene i have no idea what the context is but there's a scene of people sitting at a table and it's the it's the chief from stranger things Mm -hmm. pretty sure um it is the you probably haven't seen this movie but it's the main actress from um oh my god what's that movie uh oh my god why (laughs) what's it about um it was a horror movie just came out it's the same people that made hereditary um Uh... 
But anyway, uh, <laughs> it'll come back to you. Yeah, it'll come back to me. But um, it was uh, the main lead from that movie that mm-hmm. just came out, and then it was Rachel Weisz, who is another like pretty high up there main actress. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all this for a Black Widow movie? <laughs> like, yeah, like I. So, and it's kind of weird to me because is this the? I guess Spider Man was the first one after. Oh, Midsummer. Uh, I'm sorry, that's the name of the movie. It's okay, the lead actress from Midsummer. I actually haven't heard of that. <laughs> Interesting. Um, sorry. What was I? What? train of thought was on i just lost my <laughs> i forgot completely what i was this. about to say but yeah so we were just saying that the we didn't know how we felt oh. about this because it feels like filler yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit because like um, i was gonna say with the older like movies like the one-offs like say if we got a black widow movie right in the midst of the thanos thing we would have been like okay this is this character's backstory or this character's whatever story mm-hmm. um personal story and we still but we still know somewhere in this movie they're going to address some questions about the bigger plot um yeah. we are leading towards a bigger plot but right now there is no bigger plot so it's kind of just like if you're a black widow fan cool go see this movie but if not it's not really adding yeah, the anything o- the only tip they really left us on was the adam warlock tip yeah which you know it kind of points us in the direction of going to a celestial Celestials, marvel yeah. which i'm of this. looking forward to yeah i'm totally fine with that mm-hmm. but yeah i just said um if this had come out around the time of like the black panther movie mm-hmm. i probably would care a little bit more yeah um and i'm not saying i don't care i do like black widow but it's again I, it's, it's a person that's just really strong and she's just really good at what she does and it's like yeah. am I, i'm not watching this to see her fail because when have we ever really seen her fail? Yeah, you know? I don't think she's going to fail. So, um, I'm sure uh, she'll do yeah, that well, thing where she puts all this like pressure on herself and then feels bad because she doesn't maybe necessarily doing as much as she thinks she can. Um, yeah. But my Cause thing, I know. Sorry. Uh, but, no, I was just saying, I know for a fact, like this Wonder Woman's not going to uh, further the DC story, but right. I, I like the her. Wonder Woman I like arc this Wonder Woman. So on, I'm yeah. excited about this movie. Yeah. Right. And I don't know with this I feel like me for me too personally like I get excited at a lot of the flashiness in these movies and Black Widow to me is closer to something of just like a spy movie or something like that yeah you know exactly I mean? or just like, like a, a female another action James movie. Bond yeah exactly and and yeah that's not exactly what I go to Marvel movies for now people will argue that um, go for the spectacle Winter Soldier could be that's true said to be the same thing but again that movie was that amazing movie was, yeah that movie proved itself i don't think when people when it first previewed or whatever people were like oh this movie is going to be one of the best in the you know marvel because but yeah. no i think people were more on the lower side of captain america like oh he's captain america but then the movie came out and it proved itself so this movie can yeah. come out and prove itself and if it does that then cool it's another you know it's another classic marvel movie <laughs> And again, but again, I'll add that they built that up. Like, we yeah. already had this pre-existing, we knew about this love that Cap had for Bucky mm-hmm. and all this admiration he had for Bucky. So it's mm-hmm. like we knew what we were walking into with Winter Soldier. Right. What We don't know about the ties that Black Widow had before she was the Avenger. So, right. uh, are, you know what I'm saying? You're not mm-hmm. as invested right. in what she cares about as we were with Cap. And as far as I can remember, like, they haven't referenced her really having a family or anything, right? Other or, than her, the orphanage that uh, she grew up in. Okay, no. yeah. So okay, so because yeah. they've only we've only seen that one scene where she, you know, she's getting trained with those other girls. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah. we never saw anything beyond that all right right um so yeah so, we'll, we'll see we'll see yeah. um, where that goes um, um so what i'll do real quick here mm-hmm. um and because i don't know how much anime we have to talk about but just before we go into anime i want to dip into one of our random topics here okay. uh because i don't want to lose this train of thought oh, okay but uh i think at the end of our podcast last week i just started thinking about like how we look at art and when i say art i mean this media that we choose to consume mm-hmm. um because i feel like there's a uh, very few times um uh, where something truly hits me and it like affects me deeply oh yeah and absolutely it, in my head i've kind of like separated these uh i've separated art appreciation into like three tiers Mm -hmm. uh to basically explain it and so i say at the very bottom if you think of it like a pyramid Mm -hmm. um saying like most of your media fits in the bottom Mm -hmm. not a lot you know more towards the top so at level one i have basic which is like is it art like you're watching it the whole time going (laughs) is this is this really art i try not to watch those (laughs) well i'm just yeah because sometimes it's like is this art or is this somebody just making something they wanted to see yeah um and so uh, i'll say though in a lot of situations that is the best art when somebody is just making the best like that's when people try their best i feel like when it's it's something that's true to them you know what i mean it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna reach all of the people who have the same feelings as them so right um, i can appreciate that too and so that's my like when that's the um, i qualified it by like that is that the only question you're asking yourself is like it can i appreciate this at all as uh, someone mm-hmm. on the outside yeah and, I and think, then sorry oh, go ahead. one more thought I, th- I just think really quick like really quickly when you're consuming something you know if it's you know good or bad like i don't think it takes only some cases it takes like you're on the fence and you're like i don't know like if, is this good is it it seems like it has potential but <coughs> i feel grimgar. <laughs> Grim, yeah grimgar i don't know uh, grimgar i don't know grimgar is kind of weird it. it's in a weird spot um i'm not about to defend me and my it. friend me and my friend will still to this day be like minato <laughs> It's three episodes of crying, man. I was gonna say, as um, we can see, it's not coming back anytime soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess God. that's that. That was up, but yeah, it's like every time they spend too much on someone, too much time on someone dying, we'll yeah. just be like Minato. <laughs> oh man. Um, and then I have my media, my middle layer, which is intermediate, where mm. you've you've already decided in your head that it it can be appreciated, mm. but you're not. You're looking at it as like you're appreciating the methods and the medium so you're appreciating like okay i appreciate that this was made in 2d i appreciate you know that uh they took their time to hand animate this or whatever right right um to make things like uh, for example yeah quick example is in mandalorian like uh baby yoda is not cg he is a puppet there's a baby yoda oh shoot you haven't watched it yet no Ah! (laughs) it's all good (laughs) uh that's but funny. we don't we don't know if it's yoda it's just okay. everyone's calling it baby yoda because that's what it looks like gotcha. um but yeah so like he you know star wars on the whole used to use true animatronic puppets right so right, it's like right. appreciating Practical. art and the effort and the methods that were put in behind it mm-hmm. and then at the very tippy top of our pyramid is the where you're basically watching this thing you're going did someone read my soul and put it on the screen absolutely and for me i can just say right off the bat a movie that did that for me was scott pilgrim 
that movie oh okay just at all points it's just like hitting me hitting yeah. me hitting, and I'm, it's like zelda references yeah. you know weird awkward kid uh you know extra life stuff just randomly here and there and i'm yeah. like whoever made this knew what they were you know mm-hmm. they had their full image in mind and it came out perfectly for sure and that's kind of with me like when we talk our like personal game of the years i think to, in order to reach that i have to be able to say that about that game or like my f- favorite anime of the season like <laughs> All those types of things, I think, are at that that pinnacle. Like when we say our favorite, like this is our favorite. Like this is mm-hmm. like this changed how I think about this medium. Like this set mm-hmm. a bar that exactly. it, other things are gonna have to reach. Um, I can't think of immediate examples. God of War last year, I think for me, uh, Dark Souls. Obviously, I talk about it so much. Like um, <laughs> Pokemon, like it just in general. I, I I won't say a specific one, but just in general. Um, yeah, just certain things and and they just grab you um and i I would say that and when i say that it's like it might not even be like with pokemon and things i think it's more the case as like we those are in green now um we can't separate that from our lives anymore um but yeah there's sometimes there's things where it's like it'll be something you've never seen before but it's just straight hooks you you. yeah Yeah. death note was like that for me the first time i watched it um I'll say what else. All all of the anime on my top ten anime list are like that. Code Geass, Death Note. Um, yeah, it's a bunch of them. It's a bunch. Because it's like uh, I. The only reason I think about this is uh, when I watch TV. It's like especially I usually watch TV with someone mm-hmm. just so I can have that banter back and forth. And it's just it, it, we're literally like finishing lines. Yeah. You know, we were watching C yeah. and we're finishing lines. Never seen this show before, but it's like we've watched so much now. It's like we know how we this goes. Yeah. we know this trope. You know, when and the person hesitates and they're like, yeah. if we don't stop him that's, first, that's interesting he'll too, stop us. So we're just like, yeah, we know. Dude. We know. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> We've been here. But that's interesting too, because when you like go into it and you break it down, you're like, there really are just like a set set of, a, there's like techniques that people have uh, kind of experimented with, found that this works, this doesn't work. And a lot of those things hold true, like universally to all you know entertainment or all entertainment in a shirt in a certain like genre or type of like medium um, mm-hmm. i'll say like shows a lot of shows in a, a genre will follow the same tropes because it's been trialed and aired time and time and time and time again yes. that these little little uh techniques used here these little shooting angles here work in this situation and and mm-hmm. this doesn't work or people don't like this so um and i i'll say more often than not i think those the really good tropes do work like even if you know something's you get what's going on in a situation it still works if that's your thing you know what i mean right because um, i have like even watching c it's like you have these twins and it's like you know one's gonna be the super ones. adventurous yeah well yeah it's like one's gonna be super adventurous and aggressive and the mm-hmm. other one's gonna be super cautious and yeah. doesn't want to do anything bad and yeah. things like that and it's like i'm used to this but i'm comfortable now let let me see what you're gonna do with it exactly yeah and that's so, the, i think a big thing too is like each creator has to put their own twist their own spin or their fingerprint on it um and right. i think that's what really makes it a unique piece of art is like that that person okay you can only do this much with this many tool with with the tools that we have uh but how can you add your creativity to then make that unique um and and make it something that like resonates with people All right and just to kind of round this out a lot of the reason i bring this up too is because when you watch 
as much media as I do, you run out of media to watch. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you start going back down your list to stuff that you passed over and you're like, all right, well, what can I, I know this isn't great, but what can I appreciate in Mm -hmm. this? Is this one actor trying really hard? You know, is it just the script that's failing them? You know, like then you start being able to, for me, it's just getting the most out of your entertainment because it's something Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have watched at all. Maybe you watch it and you get a a little bit of education out of it or yeah, you know sure. you find something out about yourself you didn't know yeah. so and i think i think we're i think it, overall it's such a great like just this whole like entertainment like music movies tv anime games is just the fact that it's so competitive and like the people doing it are really passionate like that's the only way you're going to ever be successful doing it it means that we're always gonna have just the, an overabundance like no matter what no matter if it's the end of the world we're gonna have an overabundance of just these things you know what i mean mm-hmm. just because this is what like drives people like people do this stuff for free so it's just always gonna be out there there's always gonna be gems we're never gonna run out of classics and I say to that point, I'm like, I, this is why I love Family Guy, because it's like the they might have people might say their humor, like their style of humor is stale or whatever. But I'm mm-hmm. like, he always hits like things that I'm thinking about currently. And right. it's like the most recent episode I watched is like they were uh, sometimes they'll do, you know, they break that fourth wall and they'll have these fake shows or whatever that mm-hmm. Peter is watching. And it's like. It was like uh the the fan the fa- uh the friend next door on GoGo TV yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like it's so like they were just parallel. talking about all these channels yeah. and and shows that exist on the internet or various places that you're you just don't even know exactly. and they're like you can't even have a conversation about around the water cooler anymore yeah. because nobody's watching the same thing exactly there's just so much to watch you have to find yeah. your group your like niche group like your, your subreddit like, or whatever. Yeah, it's like there really are just too many outlets for entertainment these days. And so everybody's just scattered. And but that's why I like this platform, because like that's what we're here. You Mm -hmm. know, you guys bring it. If you're watching something on some weird network no one's ever heard of, bring it here. Bring it to our attention because we want to hear about it. I will find a way to watch your weird show because I'm sure Um, there are gems out there like classics that just people haven't reached or people haven't been able to find for whatever reason and all yeah. it will take is one per, one or a couple people to find it and spread the word and then it becomes massive exactly um, but yeah but yeah so Solid just topic. saying with with that uh little statement there we'll we'll head on into that into some corner. art let's get in some that corner um <laughs> this show i consider one of those high high uh show we're about to talk about one of those high art art pieces um so we might as well get right into it. So yeah, I would say we're not in the era of the big three anymore. But if we were, this would be in the big three. Absolutely. For sure. Um, so spoilers at the top in case we get into any because we're going to talk about the latest episode of My Hero Academia because um, we both just watched it. It's fresh on our mind. So I'm going to yeah. ask you first, what did you think overall? Um, so i will tell you and this is not necessarily a bad thing but i may pause for a moment where i am until this because we've started we've enacted our plan of action to save Terry. yeah so i may wait a couple weeks and to watch it all at once (laughs) well i'm like this week to week of of breaking into a underground base is gonna kill me yeah because i'm like i want to see i want to see it all together right right. um or it's gonna take me out of it but (laughs) uh i i don't know yet if i love if i like or dislike this 
focusing in on characters right now during this yeah. during this very very important mission this moment yeah um I'll, I'll say i think they're i think they're doing it in a good way to where it's not yeah. straight flashbacks you know what i mean yes. they're not there's no full flash like even when you thought i think it might be like i'm like uh, is this going to be a full flashback episode? But then I'm like, well, no, wait, my hero doesn't really do that. Um, they get back into the action, but it's just, it just happens to be a certain character who's in the action. Yeah. Um, and this week was uh, Tamaki is his name, right? Um, yes. AKA Sun Eater. One and of I'll the say names it ever. looks like what's going to happen is what we've seen in a few other shonens is they're basically attacking a base and we're basically going to see like the various fights yeah. uh, that are happening between the groups that have spawned. I was about off. to say, speaking of tropes, big giant <laughs> is, shonen trope here yeah <laughs> the breaking like into the base let's each character every has their moment battle there it's due attention <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not mad at it though because this is this is i want to see these one-on-ones i can't wait to see uh mirio because i we we know it's gonna climax with mirio or or, or deku having the fight overhaul or something yeah um, we know that's gonna, gonna be, be one of the last fights <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be intense it's gonna feel like a boss fight yeah um so i just want to see see what happens i guess we do you think we are gonna because you were talking before the show about the uh the third the girl in the big three mm-hmm. um do you think is she under there with them like are we going to see get an she's episode there. for her okay she they're is all there. there and that's why i said i don't where this is exactly where i am in the month and up until this point they have not highlighted so okay. we maybe we've already we're starting with Sun Eater, um, and we know Mirio, but we didn't really get this much attention on Mirio. Yeah. So we'll probably get him, and then we'll we'll probably get her before him, though. And I really like the dynamic between Mirio and Sun Eater and Tamaki. Oh, it's amazing because Tamaki's Mirio's like the super confident, super like I'm gonna accomplish my goals type of dude, but at the same time, he has a really not that great power yeah um, and, and he's not he's not at least he's in not talented flashbacks, he's not that great at it yeah he's, not he's still learning he, he's yeah. like naruto he's a hard worker who has no talent um yeah. but then you have tamaki who's really talented his power is really good really op um he basically whatever he eats uh mirio's power is he phases through things but he can't see anything if, it, if his body is completely intangible um and then tamaki's power is he his body gets the properties of whatever he eats so like he eats squid and then he gets squid tentacles and stuff like Mm -hmm. that he eats chicken he gets wings um Mm -hmm. so he's really talented he has a really good power but he has no self-esteem like whatsoever yeah um and he's just like this quiet like like he says he's not good at making friends um, yeah and then super super shy but also just kind of super down on himself a little bit i think it's cool that in this we got like the brief explanation of where sun eater his code name came from yeah and that's a really cool uh code name that's one of the coolest ones uh, i don't know why it just sounds sun eater sounds like yeah <laughs> <laughs> sinister because i was like thinking about it before they fully explained it and i'm just like what what could that possibly mean because yeah, you know but then it's just like you know when he gets to in tom in tamaki's inner voice and he's telling you you know mirio to him is the sun mm-hmm. in that you know he's basically unstoppable he's bright you know everyone mm-hmm. he warms everyone around him that kind of thing yeah. and then you get mirio coming to him going well if you think i'm the sun like you're way better than i am mm-hmm. and he's like so if i'm the sun then you're sun eater you're sun eater yeah that's and awesome. so i was like that's dope like i was like that's a best friend right there for sure and then the thing with mirio too is like I like how so early on they frame him. He's the top of the big three, uh, UA's number one student or whatever. But 
you still see that he's very much still a kid you know what i mean like he doesn't quite have like he still has these like personality quirks to where it's like you mm-hmm. hear uh you hear uh i think it was tamaki that said watch out for uh mirio because he's gonna try too hard because this is like yeah. it's a personality flaw like he's he yeah. feels really bad about letting that girl go he can't he he's obsessed D- about it like he and deku are exactly the same in that way exactly yeah and that they take they personally take that hero title to to heart yeah and i'm sure we're gonna be get in some situation where he gets a little bit in over his head even though he is still the number one student he's not quite like they're gonna i think remind us that he's not quite a professional hero yet yeah um which i like that dynamic because it it shows like the characters are still flawed Um, and i i have to say i'm like and not to harp too much on visual things on an audio podcast but (laughs) oh my god like that whole design of the octopus arms and then the hardening of like the The shell over his face oh Oh, so hype it was just so strong that was dope um it kind of reminded me of and you probably haven't seen this but in bleach where ichigo gets his hollow mask for the first time and he just looks extra sinister (laughs) but but you can tell he's about to like just dirt his opponent like it's nothing it was um, so cool it's like he's using the octopus arms to crush things and then he's getting attacked by a dude made out of crystals yeah. and so he's also he's getting attacked using, by three dudes yeah he's <laughs> also using his like clam shells that he ate earlier to mm. make hardening shells to defend against the crystals and he I, I, that moment of just like uh well you guys go use the pro heroes energy on the more important task i'll yeah. hold these three dudes off was yeah. Uh, you're just like yes tamaki do you ever when you're watching do you ever think of like when some of the characters are using their powers like what goes into what they're having to do like how he Um, has to he has to like literally he has to think about what body part he wants to change into what he has to think about what foods he actually ate he has to think about what properties to use for the situation like yeah all that stuff goes into him and it's all happening quick like on the fly while he's fighting. and that's why i like that they quickly flash to like all the training i've had these past three years Mm -hmm. and like showing him like producing the chicken arm with the claw and you're like oh he's really good he's actually really good he's been trying you know he has been training for Mm -hmm. this so he is he is capable even if he doubts himself and what who's it who says it uh was it mirio that said he's the strongest of all of them or yeah no that was bubblegum bubblegum guy i think said he was the strongest of everybody who was there and um, can I just really br- cool. briefly point out another visual thing? Because I starting part of me is starting to feel like this is a um, a, a DBZ homage just mm-hmm. because of the color, the character's color scheme. Who is it? But uh, um, oh my god, I'm gonna forget his name right now. Not Rock Lock, uh, right? No, hold on, Aizawa. Yo, eraser yeah, yeah, yeah. head. Whenever he goes into his eraser head mode, his hair, mode, his hair shoots yeah, up. <laughs> I love that effect. I love that. I'm not gonna lie. And I'm like, yo, he looks so hype. He's I dope. can't take it. They said something kind of interesting. Uh, his power is uh, like a weaker version of somebody else's power. Aries, the Ares, girls. The yeah. girl. Who's the girl? The one who we're going to rescue. Because her quirk, her blood oh, literally yeah, 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 kills yeah, yeah, yeah. the quirk, and his temporarily just shuts blocks it off. It. God, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Okay, it went over my head a little bit. I was like, "Wait, who are they talking about?" So that um, made me think too. It's like they kind of like Eraserhead kind of operates in secrecy because they're like, "We've heard about you." Yeah. 
but i guess you know they only call him in when necessary but he's um, still famous like they all know what his quirk does it seems like every yeah. enemy he's ever fought seems like they know what his quirk does oh yeah because he's like secretly kind of the most dangerous like sure. from right from the beginning because mm-hmm. if you don't know he's there and he cuts your quirk off you're done and he's skilled like we've seen him just look at the uh the 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 eating dude and just like shut off his power real quick knock him out and then leave like so he's he's really efficient um, yeah when he fights because he can't sustain it but for so long either right his eyes get too dry. Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i love that i love that there are drawbacks to everybody's powers yeah um like I mean, real it, drawbacks. i think that's why they call it a quirk yeah um so because it's, it's not really perfect cool. um but yeah overall i i thought this was a pretty exciting episode yeah that looking whole to like i'm i'm looking forward to see because i'm like that whole like the underground uh base being like a shifting living thing mm-hmm. is going to be difficult that was a dude's quirk right yeah yeah and, that, and that was a cool assuming i think they want you to assume that uh because they were the i remember the guy yelling like the most he can power is like a fridge if he yeah. could get inside a fridge he could control that yeah. and so i'm assuming they're in it um implying that he's taking that drug we saw him take it uh, we saw him jab it in his neck oh okay i yeah. might have missed that part it was but like yeah, he was he's... like a little dude in a mask and he got up off the floor oh and like, that's jab- him yeah that and then he got turned oh, into okay. a shadow and went into the walls okay we were wondering what that little mimic dude did but mm-hmm. yeah so i'm curious to see how they defeat this issue of like basically the whole room is shifting around you and the fact that literally every villain in there probably had like a crappy quirk and then they're all gonna jab themselves with this drug and oh my God. they're all gonna have like a crazy enhanced quirk that the heroes are gonna have to to face off against now they said that um and i always forget his name but um the little yellow guy um little the one that trained guy. deku the old man the oh, one that's trained uh, all my Gran Torino. yes they said they briefly mentioned uh episode two ago that Gran Torino was off on a scout like they're basically watching league of villains making sure that they're not also moving active yeah um while this other group is moving do you think that we're gonna flash over to them at some point in this conflict i think we'll see them again i so, don't because I think we'll see them again, but I don't think there will be a focus on them. Like okay. I, th- I think the focus is on Overhaul, and then the League of Villains will play a secondary role until okay. maybe next season where they play a bigger role again. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think there okay. there will be Just like curious. a. I think we'll definitely see them again, but they won't have as big big a role as maybe like the first what season was their big was that when they had the biggest stuff going on the first and last season too I guess yeah um, was a big focus on them so yeah um did you watch any any others say that um, one more time i said but did you watch any others i'm a little behind i didn't watch fire force this week uh yet mm-hmm. um but i didn't watch dr stone either because i know you're automatically like two episodes behind me on that i'm like four now so. i don't know how i ended up two <laughs> episodes like behind on the dub i i thought i watched it last week i don't know when another episode came out um <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna watch those today though. But yeah, we can save that for next week. For sure, for sure. So yeah, because uh, my hair is getting into it. Yeah, it's getting dope. Um, it was so a lot had, of build had, up, but we're we're finally in it. <laughs> but yeah, and guys, uh, I think that brings us to the end of our episode this week. Don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> if if return. you're sad, you can you can cry onto your keyboard 
at sibling rivalry clash <laughs> at gmail.com and send us your sweet sweet tears because we miss you too um and you can also find us on twitter again i am at t-i-f-f-i-n-i-j-21 i'm at i am at y-o-t-i-z-z-l-e-r and as always you can find us on itunes spotify google play stitcher TuneIn, and Castbox. and please remember to rate us wherever you listen and please. um if you if you've listened to us in the past you'll know that we've read out uh comments so please uh talk to us man we're here please <laughs> <laughs> it really helps though um and but we yeah. appreciate you guys so. And I think uh, Tiz will get back on uploading those YouTube s- snippets uh, yeah, when he gets the chance. Yeah. He's trying, guys. He's trying. He's I doing am. this on his own. Uh, so until then, uh, we will see you on the interwebs. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Peace.